everybody. So we are so excited. We are here to give our best and worst of the year so far. Uh, I'm Rachel and David is here. Hi, I'm here again. Yay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so how would you say these feel about this year so far in general uh, as movies go? You think it's been a good year, bad year? Yeah, what's, what's interesting about this year for me is that I've seen a lot more movies than I'd seen any other year at this point. I've seen, I think, 82 movies. And um, I'm surprised that there's not more movies that I hate. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's true. That's a good point. There mm-hmm. haven't been that many movies that I've been like miserable in. Right. Um, uh, yeah. And, but I don't know. I, I feel like last year was a better year for blockbusters. There's been a lot of indies that I love, but last year, I don't know. I just loved Wonder Woman <laughs> so much <laughs> that I think it, it maybe that's sort of skewing it, but I don't know. It just seemed like it was a, better year for blockbusters than this year uh that's fair i i have liked most of the blockbusters i've seen this year like if i give you my top 10 list it's gonna be a lot of blockbusters oh yeah um but i haven't yeah. hated i haven't hated uh except for pacific rim uprising that was the only one that really like right. inspired my wrath but <laughs> the rest have been fine uh but um yeah it's 2016 was worse. You had things like Alice Through the Looking Glass and and uh, and the X Men Apocalypse, which I hated. Right. Um, so, but and you know, you had maybe Superman, which was disappointing. Uh, so yeah, this year uh, is better than that year. But I don't know it's an interesting year. But there've been a lot of really good indies and mm-hmm. um, and some good other good films. Uh, Incredibles two, I thought was great. Um, so a lot of a lot of fun stuff so all right well we're just gonna do my friend sean chandler on his channel he did a biggest surprise biggest disappointment best comedy top three bottom three and i thought that would be fun for us to give our picks for these same categories that he did and we're gonna add a couple too to that he didn't do so all right so what has been your biggest surprise my biggest surprise, and I know you didn't like it, or at least not as much as me, uh, was Peter Rabbit. Um, uh-huh. I, the trailers kind of made me groan. I had to convince yeah. my roommate to go see it. <laughs> and we were both like, let's just get this over with. And we laughed so much consistently throughout the movie. Uh-huh. Like, even when I think about some of the funny lines, like it still makes me laugh. Like it was so much better than I expected. So yeah. yeah definitely my biggest surprise cool i kind of had that experience this last weekend i saw teen titans go to the movies and i laughed a ton and i thought it was really funny and so that is always a pleasant thing when you right. are expecting something to not be great and then you go in and you end up laughing a lot yeah and yeah. that has a 100 percent on rotten tomatoes yeah so uh it, it was it was surprisingly funny in my opinion. I definitely recommend, I think, especially if you see all the superhero movies, I think you'll think it's funny. So anyway, um, but yeah, so my biggest surprise is Sergeant Stubby, the great American hero. This movie was so sweet. It was so lovingly animated. I just was so impressed for their first animated film coming out of a small studio in Atlanta that they could do this. I thought it managed that balance between being not glorifying war, but also like being showing just enough for kids to learn, you know, of what it is. 
Um, it wasn't like a rah-rah Americans are better than everybody else kind of movie. It had characters from, you know, French character, German characters that were admirable. Uh, it, it just did so many things right. Like it would have been so easy to have made Stubby talk and that would have ruined the whole movie. There were so many things it did that I thought were so commendable. The music was great. Patrick Doyle uh, did the music and it was good. And I just, I was so impressed by it. And it was just a really nice, pleasant surprise, sweet story. And one that I think will be used in, in like curriculums and stuff like that. I can see uh, people, kids watching at school and things like that. Oh, wow. It was really good. Yeah. Yep. I still haven't seen it. So. <laughs> when it comes on DVD, I think, uh, I think in the next couple of weeks, it'll be on DVD. Okay. So you should check it out. So, cool. yeah. So, okay. What was your biggest disappointment? Okay. This was pretty easy for me because most of the movies like either matched my expectations or they might have just slightly been above or below, but this movie I was giving it the benefit of any doubt, but it just was not good. It's a wrinkle in time. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think people, people talk about certain stories that are unfilmable. I think this is probably one of those things. It just, whatever works in the book did not come through in this movie. It just Mm -hmm. didn't make sense. Uh, the acting was pretty bad from some of the people. Um, visually I liked it, but that's all it had going for it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. That would have been my pick as well. I, I guess if I'm looking for one that I think had way more potential than it delivered on, even though it's not my favorite genre, I would say another disappointment was Winchester. I think they had way more potential to do something interesting and something scary and something, you know, they had Helen Mirren, who's a good actress. They could have used her more. They could have had a better story. It was just so dumb and not scary at all. Uh, so I, I think I'd say, I agree with you. Wrinkle Time is definitely the most disappointing. I was so let down by it. Um, and it took out all the spirituality and personal growth of the character and was just like, people telling her she was great, but she hadn't really done anything that was great. She hadn't really done anything that was deserving of her being a warrior. Um, and so like, and, and in the book, she internalizes that and realizes it herself, which is way more empowering than someone telling her and her like, I don't know. It was just, it was, it was a huge disappointment. Uh, and Ava DuVernay had everything there. She had everything. She had the backing of Disney, she had a huge budget. She had great cast. There was, there was just no reason that it wasn't good, Ava. You screwed <laughs> like it. Yeah, it, I just don't think it's the type of movie she should be directing. She, yeah. was, she did such a good job with Selma. Um, I, I think she needed somebody to help her out more. Yeah, I think direction. so. She was new to this. I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, I agree about Winchester too. That's uh, definitely one I'd considered mentioning as well. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, then, uh, so best comedy. Uh, for me, it's a clear winner. The best, co- like, outright comedy, because there's movies like Paddington 2 and Incredibles 2 that have comedic moments. But the one that is the outright comedy that I just loved is Game Night. It was so funny. And uh, (laughs) just the scene with Jason Bateman and that dog alone had me just laughing. And I saw this the same day I saw Annihilation, which I did not like. And so this was just like, yay! (laughs) 
Um, and uh, I don't know. I thought that Kyle Chandler was hilarious in it. I thought that they were all funny, all the banter back and forth. I thought that the guy playing the cop was hilarious. And it's just a really funny movie. All of Dogs is also, I thought, pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I was hoping you wouldn't say game night. So <laughs> we wouldn't be in agreement again. But yeah, I if if you're just judging like what's an outright comedy, it's got to be game night. And I, I don't think it's really close. Like if I'm being objective and not just talking about what I personally enjoyed the most, I think the death of Stalin is up there as well. Oh yeah. It's a very good film. Um, But just game nights, something that I know it's one of those comedies I can go back to. I've, I've watched it at home recently again. Uh, It's really funny. It works on every level for me. Yeah. Yeah. It's still in my top 10. Yep, of the same year. Here. Yeah, it's really good. Agree with you. I mean, I put Teen Titans Go. It's in my top twenty, but it's probably my second favorite comedy. Okay. Um, just as far as pure out, I also thought Book Club was funny, and I, uh, I actually laughed quite a bit on that. But there you go. All right. So okay. So then we have our top three and our bottom three, and so my top three are my number three is lean on pete uh i thought that charlie Plummer was amazing we'll talk about him later on but i thought he was incredible in this i thought it was such a moving depiction of america at the moment um it uh it just by the ending i was just like sobbing and it's a movie that has just stayed in my brain and i just keep thinking about it and thinking about certain scenes and and uh, there's a scene where he's gonna dine and dash and that whole scene was just like so compelling and uh to me like what that when the waitress is just like just go you know i don't know just that whole scene was just so moving i thought and interesting and like what would i do if i was that waitress that's you know scene and um i don't know it was just a great movie and uh, devastating what happens it's yeah. devastating but it's really good um and then my number two for the year is leave no trace uh, I thought I loved this is Sundance and I just saw it again and I loved it again. It's beautifully filmed. Deborah Granick, amazing director, uh, Thomas and McKenzie gives an amazing performance as this girl, her father has PTSD and is raising her off the grid. And, uh, and at first they, they have this certain degree of normalcy and then things happen that sort of disrupt their world. And I liked the fact that this movie didn't paint him as a hero for his alternate lifestyle, which I, I hate when they do that. He's very damaged and complex man it's a slow burn so it's not gonna be everyone's taste but i loved it i thought it was so human and so real and so good um and then my number one favorite movie of the year is paddington 2 i love paddington 2 paddington 2 is so sweet it's so funny it's so great just in every way it's so entertaining i just think it's basically a perfect family film it and it's in it, it and its successor are just great <laughs> so it's my favorite um and i can't i can imagine i can't imagine getting sick of it i could watch it over and over and over and over again it's just so sweet and so lovely to me uh so it's my number one of the year those are uh good choices well i haven't seen leave no trace but i i really uh like paddington too that's in my top 10 still yeah. and uh lean on pete 
is really really good and i think last time when we we had talked about it i had seen it but yeah. you hadn't seen it yet so i'm glad to hear that you liked it so much because yeah. i sure was singing its praises back then um mm-hmm. yeah top three okay so my top three it's a little bit more mainstream than yours but uh-huh. um so third would be a quiet place which mm-hmm. i knew i was gonna love i thought it had potential to be my number one for the whole year um it uh it just has all the elements of movies that i like it's like uh i've told you that i i like those creature features and it's basically Mm. that yeah Um, great direction by john krasinski so much heart to it which uh you wouldn't have even necessarily thought there would be so much heart to it emily blunt is great um just there's nothing wrong with it i think um the only thing wrong with it is that they're making a sequel which will probably ruin it but <laughs> i'll be yeah i agree i wish if they were gonna do a sequel i think they should make it in the same world but a totally different family like I that would be interesting i agree yeah 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 i think that's what they should do for sure mm-hmm. Hopefully yeah they will. I really thought it was great too. Uh, It's still in my top 10 of the year. And I was so wound up that like uh, there was a guy drinking at the water fountain. I didn't see him. He kind of like popped up a little bit and I was like, (laughs) and he's like, what's wrong with you lady? Like calm down. (laughs) Cause it was just like, so it was very effective in creating tone and uh, yeah. So good job. Uh, so what's your what's your uh, next choice? Oh, number two. Are you ready for this one, Rachel? <laughs> yeah. If we're talking about personally what I enjoyed yeah. watching, right? Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom. I ah. really, really liked it. Okay. Um, it's just hard for them to go wrong with the Jurassic World for movie for me, and I think you liked this one better than the last one. Correct? I definitely liked it better than the last one. Yeah, yeah. yeah and it, I mean it's a strong contender for my second favorite out of the whole franchise. Um, mm. I like that they went a different route with the story. They didn't, they didn't go back to, I mean, they did go back to the Island, but it wasn't, it wasn't just straightforward. Like we've seen so many times with these movies. Um, I, I like the first half better than the second half, mm-hmm. but really I enjoyed it as a whole so much. Uh, there were some really strong action sequences Specifically, um, a scene with a baryonyx, which I'm sure that probably means nothing to you. Uh, basically, when Claire and uh, Franklin were uh, in their little bunker and they got the door open and the lava's coming down and the dinosaurs coming after them. Oh, like, yeah. I was on the edge of my seat. I knew, I knew they would survive. Spoiler, based on the trailer. <laughs> yeah. But they did show was- way too much of the that that trailers the trailers were terrible in general but they yeah. showed so many of the good parts of that movie oh yeah they did yeah the the scene with the gyrosphere i really like that as well mm-hmm. um i thought the ending the last like uh 15 minutes was pretty intense so yeah, yeah. i just i loved it mm-hmm. and i i watched it the thursday it opened and went back and watched it the next day <laughs> uh, yeah no i i did like it better than the first uh, Jurassic World because I felt like the characters were much better developed and they weren't asking me to believe that people get tired of dinosaurs which was just like so stupid to me in the original film uh, and this uh, this 
I do think that some of the choices are going to make the next one really bad, but, um, (laughs) but for this one, I thought that Jay Bayona brought a flare, a horror flare to scenes Mm -hmm. that made it more fun. Uh, I think he's a much better director than Colin Trevorrow. Um, And, uh, and I thought that they, yeah, they developed Claire's character. She was more interesting to me than just some ice queen of business. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so I think it was better. I think that they spent too much time in the middle with them, the dinosaurs in cages. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Um, but overall, I, I was entertained enough. <laughs> I liked it yeah. enough. Uh, and I went in with pretty low expectations. So that probably helped a little bit. Um, but uh, I'm glad to hear that you liked it since you had very high expectations. So that's good. That's very good. <laughs> yep. uh, so what's your number one? Oh, my number one's a pretty polarizing one. And I know you haven't seen this and I would definitely <laughs> say steer clear. <laughs> okay, Do not watch this. Right. Um, but my number one movie is hereditary. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah. And it's, uh, same, same. I, I don't know if it's, it's not the same director, but it's, the same studio that did The Witch, which was also kind of polarizing with fans, but critics love that as well. Yeah. But there is just so much to this movie. Like, it's so intricate, and you don't even pick up on, on everything until you watch it a second time, or you go home and read about it. Um, it I think it's horror at its best. It's uh, got so much emotion to it. It's got such shocking moments like there's literally about a third a third of the way into the movie something happens it's so unexpected to me and when it happens i just grab my mouth and i just sat there like this for a good three minutes just watching the aftermath of something that just happened and the way that they they flesh out everything Oh my gosh, it's so 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 good. Like, yeah, I've seen I've seen it twice already, and I want to see it a third time so badly. Um, Top notch acting. Um, there's just like kind of a mythology in that's in this story that's based off of based off of real things uh it's worth researching it's 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 hard to talk to to you about this since i i know you don't know anything about it yeah like other than maybe trailers, my, my is- friend who was the one who saw saw and loved mandy she was like she says she says she says i'm a heathen and it was almost too much for me at certain points <laughs> She's like, don't see it you won't like it <laughs> yeah no, there's a lot going on. Uh, <laughs> about the worst of the year. So uh, I'm just going on mainstream for these worst of the year. I'm not, because I have two indies that uh, I don't think even have been uh, having a wide release at all, or even like a semi-large uh, release. So uh, that are my least favorite. But the worst movie that I've seen this year, well, no, I'll do my three. So my bottom three, uh, I, it had good, pretty good reviews, but I was not a fan of Uncle Drew. I, I just didn't think it was funny at all. And I thought that the acting was very cringy and I really didn't like Tiffany Haddish in it. I thought she was super kind of shrill and I really didn't like the lead little Ray, uh, Howry. I thought he was kind of annoying to me. He was sort of shrill. He's and, uh, get out. <laughs> 
I see. I didn't love him in Get Out. He was the one part that just didn't quite fit into me. Like it was too silly. It was too over the top. Yeah. His humor for me. Uh, and uh, and so obviously this is more of an outright comedy. But I don't know. I just I just didn't love him, and so that's a big problem. And uh, I just when your best actor in your movie is Shaquille O'Neal, that's a problem for me. <laughs> And I did not, I didn't like it. I'm shocked that it got like as many good reviews as it did. Yeah. I guess people like basketball more than I do. So that yeah. was my number three. My bottom 10. Yeah. So my I, number two worst is Pacific Rim Uprising, which every character was irritating and annoying and shrill and horrible. And all the action you couldn't even like make out like really who was fighting who. It wasn't interesting. It didn't have anything to say. It was just like, like when I'm watching a movie and being like Michael Bay would have made this better then I <laughs> know it's a terrible movie and I was I, I liked the first one actually quite a bit and I thought this was just terrible and it made me depressed um the worst movie that I've seen well, that's also on my bottom 10 so okay <laughs> the worst movie that I saw and I saw it knowing it would be super bad and it lived up to the reputation is gaudy oh my gosh it's it's kind of almost so bad it's good, but it's too boring to be quite a good, so bad it's good movie. But man, it's pretty much terrible in every way. And I think the, uh, the, the thing that makes it especially horrid is that they try to make the mafia look like a persecuted minority group. <laughs> like everybody's out to get them. And there's yeah. even like a title card at the end that's like, that's like a, 20 investigators spent 10 years hounding the the Gotti family and blah 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 and it's like supposed to be a bad thing that these investigators <laughs> like like <laughs> which was hilarious like the the narrative makes no sense it's all over the place like going in and out for like it's really confusing and people look the same ages no matter when it is and the acting is really over the top but not really in that entertaining of a way uh and the the costume means terrible the lighting is terrible the 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 dialogue is feels like out of every cliche of a mob movie you could ever have it is gratuitously violent like and but not in i don't think in an entertaining way it's just terrible and everybody involved should be super embarrassed like <laughs> just oh so yeah that's the worst movie i've seen all year for sure okay i never saw that one so yeah, you didn't miss out. I mean, it, <laughs> I just had to. Zero percent. I'm like, I got to see this. Mm-hmm. Uh, Although yeah. the audiences were pretty split on it, apparently. <laughs> apparently, yeah. Yeah, but if you look at a lot of those reviews, they're like recently set up accounts. I heard that, that like, oh. yeah, it, 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 there was some sneakery going on there. Interesting. So, yeah. Okay, so my bottom three, right? I was going to put the clapper in there, but you're right. We should just focus on ones that are more mainstream. The yeah. clapper wasn't even, I don't even think, think that went to theaters. Um, so third for me would be action point. It's a mm-hmm. Johnny Knoxville movie where uh, he has this theme park and I guess it's based on something. It's, it's loosely based on a true story, but uh, gosh, it was really bad. Like, yeah. it's all just these painful gags and the stories like almost shoehorned in there. It's nothing good about it. Um, it's not worth watching. It was putting me to sleep. And the only 
the only thing worth watching about it is seeing these people get hurt, which I don't even enjoy that. Yeah. I don't like that kind of comedy at all. Personally. Yeah. It's not funny for me. Um, so then second to last for me would be the hurricane heist. Um, it's another movie that's just got a flimsy story. It's not even, it's not even that much of a disaster movie. Like, the the hurricane is such a background element uh, um, yeah which they could have made it more fun by just having like like all this stuff going on with the hurricane but they wasted it and mm. they just made a very boring film uh, but my least favorite movie of the year is one of the earliest movies i saw it was in february is crown mary oh yeah and, yeah did you see that one? No. Oh, gosh. You well, warned me. You're lucky, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just atrocious. I mean, everybody involved should be pretty embarrassed with that as well. Yeah. Um, Keep it off your resume. Yeah, you just, you wouldn't think that they could take that story and make it so lifeless and boring and cliche and gosh, it just didn't work on any level at all. So that was yeah. my worst of the year. Yeah. Yeah. It looked terrible. Okay. So real quick, we're going to talk about uh, some favorite performances. Um, I, I've already mentioned, actually, we've were, we were talked about most of mine, but my, so favorite male performance, my favorite in an indie is Charlie Plummer, Lean on Pete. We already talked about amazing. And Same. I agree. I remember you saying that he's going to be a big star and I totally agree with you. Yeah. yeah. And- and I'll go ahead and say he was my pick for like an indie movie as well. Like, yeah. and overall for, for males, like it's so real. Is it like, I explained oh. to you how the dialogue, oh. everything about it, he's just so convincing. like, it's perfect. Yeah, I agree for sure. Um, and then mainstream, this is more supporting performance. Uh, I oh, we're going to agree again. I have Hugh Grant yes. adding to two. <laughs> he was so great. <laughs> So funny, so willing to make fun of himself, uh, just a delight. So yeah, yeah that's my no, yeah. He, I think he really added. I, people seem to like Paddington Two better than the original, and I really think it's him over Nicole Kidman, who I I still enjoyed her in the first Paddington, but he really just pushed it over the edge, and yeah, his performance was great. I love the uh, what what goes on during the credits. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's, it's so good. It's hilarious when he's giving those, like d- these dialogues to like the different statue, <laughs> the different mannequins or whatever. Oh, so funny. Right. Yeah. All right. So my favorite female performances, I have for Indy, I have Thomasin McKenzie for leave no trace. She was just phenomenal. And, uh, she, she also, I could see her becoming a big star. Uh, I think hopefully they have both have good agents because I think they have so much potential. Um, and uh, I have for my favorite female performance, it's either a toss up. Uh, I did think Charlie's throne was great in Tully, but I didn't love the movie. I had some great. issues with it, but she was so good. But so I do think the best female performance of the year is Emily Blunt in a quiet place. She's so good. And uh, she's, you feel for her and that scene where she's giving birth and having to be quiet is insane. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she sells it and she's great. So that's, I think the best performance of the year. Yeah. And 
<laughs> so we're, we match on three out of four here. I, I agree with yeah. Emily Blunt. She just uh, really shows us what, what it's like to be a grieving mother and then going through all of this, uh, this drama, basically. She did such a great job. Um, so yeah, our, for our indie actresses, that's our only disagreement. And it's only because we I haven't seen, seen each right. other's movies. But yeah, I, I have to go with Tony Collette in oh. hereditary mm-hmm. um it's it's actually my favorite performance of the year so far mm-hmm. um i think it's another movie that deals with grief she loses her mother and you just see so many like different she she runs a gamut with like um her acting skills in this uh i think it's by far the best role i've seen her in um it's it's just incredible like she absolutely deserves to be nominated for an oscar for her performance in this Mm -hmm. i just really hope the academy gives her a chance for this because like it's not a typical oscar movie but yeah hopefully kind of like um uh i can't think of his name all of a sudden but from get out like they remembered that right. performance, but hopefully they will for that. Um, and also I think Elsie, uh, Elsie Fisher in eighth grade is phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, that one's a really great one too. I haven't seen yet, but she yeah. looks great in it. So. Yeah. She's really, really great. And it's also been a super strong year for documentaries. Uh, oh, yeah. I have, I have two documentaries in my top 10. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want you to be my neighbor and three identical strangers were yep. amazing. So <laughs> they're both in my top 20, I believe. Yeah. They're, I think one is and the others in my top 30. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. So it's been a pretty fun year. Let us know uh, in the comment section, what your favorites are and least favorites. Uh, and uh, we'd love to talk about it. So that would be great. And so David, where can people find you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter, the David Healy. That's my Twitter handle. Uh, you can also find me on Facebook. Uh, there's a, a film group that Rachel and I both are in film freaks uh just go to facebook.com slash film freaks group great yeah and you can find me at rachel's reviews on itunes and on youtube so check that out and uh thanks again and uh we will talk again soon